Good morning, everybody. I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting live from Leander, Texas. It is, what time is it? 6.39 on a Saturday morning, and I'm one of the only crazy asses that gets up in the morning with with uh, no reason to get up in the morning other than just to do stuff like this. Um, so yeah, this is work, not work. Um, and uh, today I have a game, and I dragged him up early in the morning. I won't dox where you are unless you want to. And um, he, uh, should I go by your your Discord handle or you know how <laughs> how anonymous uh, do you want to be? Oh, I'm not anonymous at all. You can call me whatever. Uh, I'm in New Orleans. Um, mm-hmm. Mardi Gras is about to be happening here. I'm actually usually up this early anyway. I'm just not on camera yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you getting up this early with me. Um, yeah. I tell every week this is not financial advice and I'm not trying to shill anything, although I do talk about some projects I like and uh, which is fair, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how can you, that, that's actually the funny part, you know, how do you try to talk about any of this stuff without mentioning something specific? You exactly. Know? Yeah. Everybody tries too hard not to shill anything, but Hey man, I'm the shill master and the stuff I like, and, uh, this is not educational material. I'm not here to just, uh, do a step-by-step educational lesson. So if that's what you're looking for, you're probably in the wrong place. And, um, uh yeah this is my video blog and then um anthony has jumped on here with me and he um like he said lives in new orleans and he's part of the bankless dow with me and he's also in dow planet and uh, he's in a lot of other projects the guy gets into a lot of stuff and he does his own live stream too uh, which is pretty rad and i've watched I think all your episodes now of your your uh, your NFT live stream. Then you run a separate Avagachi live stream. You've been doing the Cuddle Club on Fridays. Um, you you've got a lot of stuff going on, and you're just an overall just experimenter with all things audio and visual. Um, he's a, 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 a motion graphic artist. He's a musician, and he's into NFTs. And you know he's real deep in the Avagachi and Polygon scenes. So, um, if I had an applause button, I'd say, let's <laughs> give it up for Anthony Shepard. <sighs> well, I actually can't do animation. I do film editing, but not the actual motion okay. graphics. Although your class, you know, was very helpful. <laughs> oh, was it? I just kind of felt I stumbled through there. I did a little class on the Bankless Dow. We, we, I'm in the audiovisual guild and he's in the audiovisual guild with me. And we just um, kind of stumble through things sometimes and teach each other what we know. So it's just like a guild, it's a skill share. And that's what people in guilds do a lot of times. They band together to get their rights and and to make their voice heard. And they also skilled skill share. And that's the concept of a guild, right? Would you say? Yeah, yeah. Neo's gonna do a Logic Pro and I'm gonna follow it up with Ableton to kind of build on that. So nice. And yeah, I feel like there's only a few of us that really have like a lot of DAW experience in in the AV guild. Yeah, I certainly did come in there with a ton of DAW experience. And by DAW, we mean digital audio workspace. Yes. Noobs. Okay. Yep. And that includes things like Pro Tools, Final Cut Pro, it includes Cubase, um, PreSonus. What do you use? I use Ableton mostly, but um, when I'm doing voiceover recordings, I learned to a good audio trick was to record my voiceovers in Audition, in Adobe Audition. 
and then I would put all my like EQ, at least like a basic EQ and compression and that type of stuff on the voices and audition. Cause then it's just, you know, you and the actor or you and yourself getting a voiceover and, uh, that was a good way to get a great audio cut and then take that into Ableton where I'm actually more comfortable playing around. Oh, right on. Okay. So you came from a musical background into the crypto space and you've been trying to apply a lot of those skills um, into what you're doing. You're contributing to the crypto space through uh, creating content and explaining to people uh, through that type of medium and that's mainly where you feel comfortable yeah i what's kind of funny is um i guess i do like i'm not super comfortable talking in front of crowds and stuff like that but i was a lead singer for bands for years so i had to get that like braggadocious attitude and get up there and be able to throw it out uh so i guess you know i can conjure it up when i need to (laughs) yeah yeah no, I get it. Like being on stage is totally different than sometimes just trying to speak up during a meeting you know, mm-hmm. in discord. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I guess to different. me, it's all kind of the same, though. So it's really just like if I can talk to one person, I can probably talk to 10 people, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then also like starting out all this stuff because um, you can do a live stream and like there's literally nobody there. You're like, all right, well, yeah. I'm just doing this from by myself anyway. So when people started showing up, it was almost a little weirder because then they would start chatting in the comments and I like mm-hmm. I would get distracted and <laughs> <laughs> so so let me ask I'm you talking this. to somebody uh, you know who's halfway across the world who just happened yeah. to pop in. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. You don't know what culture they're from or anything. Um, let me ask you this. You started just kind of, I've seen some of your earlier videos and you started out with some pretty decent quality, but it's definitely improved throughout. So what what do you, I guess, what would you say you've learned the most from starting to live stream? Um, and you can show your show too. well yeah it's funny because in the beginning like if you go to the very start of my channel those were very complicated like that came from a more filmmaking perspective so i've really had to learn a lot as far as going from so okay to catch it up like years ago i was like in bands you know and then bands started to kind of fall apart there's not much money in the music industry like i got better on a computer and I started to go more that that route of digital music. I started playing with more synths and stuff. So even back in the day when I was playing metal music, I was like, I always wanted to get into synthesizers, but it was so expensive. And now that it's all on my computer, I can just like do whatever I want and make noise. So I started doing that after my band days. I started doing a lot of like making noise and got into that and that's when i got into that's when i met my partner girlene who does all the animations and that really got me into like score which made me have to start to like think about music differently and then like i had to do all the audio so all of a sudden i was learning foley and voice acting and voice recording and all these things and it was just more and more skills so the way I got into crypto was through NFTs because I was trying to like find a place to release my next album because I am still recording some like guitar based music. And I was like, I want to, but I just don't want to drop it on SoundCloud for it to die there. Mm -hmm. And uh, (laughs) so I'm like, what do I do? What's it, you know, and I, 
this was like right this might have been the weekend of the Beeple thing because I literally was like the Beeple thing happened and I was there and I was like, this is this is where music is going. Like I was already million. looking past the whole NFT phase of JPEGs and stuff. I was just like, music will be here. This changes everything for music. And um, so then like getting into DAOs and everything, I was like, oh, I can make content. I know video stuff. I know audio stuff. Uh, and then it was like, no, you don't know crap. Because uh, <laughs> the first few videos I made, I was doing in, in filmmaker ways where I basically, I was recording my camera on my laptop. I was recording, or like with some of the videos where you see me off to the side, I was using another computer as like, I was using, I have two, I have like a desktop and a laptop. So I had the desktop camera recording me so that I could do more intense things <laughs> on the laptop and screen capture. And I was taking those into Final Cut Pro and editing it down. And it's just, a, um, so really my whole process has been like, how do I eliminate editing? And that's like, yeah. you know, you told me some stuff about OBS. So I really got plugged into this. And the more I've learned with OBS, I'm like, oh, I can, I can create my entire edit right here. Like, I'm really yeah. good with framing and all that stuff. So I'm like, well, if I just get in there and not screw up too much, I can get a video done in the time that it makes to take the, the video. Like, I don't have to do a whole lot of post-processing. And I've always been about that. Even with music, I was like, the way I got into audio was because I was a singer in a band, but I went out and bought like a $600 mixer and speakers and and a good like cassette recorder so that I could be the guy who also recorded all the music because nobody else <laughs> was thinking about that. You know, all the guys are showing up with their instruments playing. And it's just like going out into the wind. I'm like, yeah, so I say, like, hey, man's jam. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's really like I was the lead singer, but I was also that's when I started being the producer. <laughs> that's rad. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, and, and New Orleans has its own whole scene of music. You're getting ready to do Mardi Gras, and um, yeah, so you guys have a good scene there. I'm you know, from the Austin scene, and they're both music cities. Yeah, so yeah, lots like of musical Austin. talent. But uh, getting into the Web three space, it's it's kind of it makes it makes you stand out and it makes it unique. I think with the, the integration, um, have you looked into Audius and some of the Web three music platforms? Yeah, definitely looking into a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah, it's that it's weird. I, I don't know. I mean, Audius to me seems like it, they're going to be one of the top contenders. I, I run into a lot of these different sites. And I mean, obviously digging into things like it's easy to run into a lot of a lot of different things. All right, Miss Alice. This is Miss Alice. Cat? She she loves to get on camera like it. It'll never fail. If I'm on camera, Alice is just like, hey, I want to be on camera. Yeah, um, yeah but I, I've looked into Audius and I'm definitely, I've actually just uh, finished or almost finished an Avagachi themed album that's like all these, it's like nine synthesizer tracks that I wow. just really like jammed out improv and then cut into, tr into tracks. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to release that soon. So I'm really looking into how to do that um, with so, the Web3 streaming. Yeah. Yeah. Are you thinking about do, releasing them as NFTs? 
I am doing, I'm thinking about that as well. At this point, I have the nine tracks almost like done audio wise. And I threw it out to a bunch of Avagachi guilds to see if any artists would bite and jump on and want to do like, I was thinking I could do like one of one type of things where I do one track where I'm working with one guild and one track where I'm working with another guild. And it could be like a revenue split with that person or that guild or any kind of different cool business models. So I thought it would be cool to experiment with different NFT business models using these songs with different people. But uh, so right far, on. nobody has taken me up on it. But if not, I'm going to just work with my partner, Gurleen, to do it. Yeah, so. and I've seen you in the in the, the Bankless DAO working mm-hmm. on a, the business side of a lot of things, too. So you're creating music, you're doing the sound, and you're trying to do a lot of the business side of stuff, which is, that's that's a whole other world over there. I'm definitely not that good at the business side of things. Um, do you see the business side being a help or a hindrance to the to the creative side of the NFT space? I would definitely say, I mean, I can personally say that I, since I started working on like the short films and stuff, for instance, um, I do all of the business for Zemtimo. So I'm the one who's kind of, you know, I'm submitting to festivals, I'm uploading everything, I'm archiving everything, I'm, basically anything that's not the actual core animation i'm doing it (laughs) yeah Yeah, but i mean like negotiating pay though you know and like how to know what to charge that's something that artists have a hard thing with (laughs) so yeah i guess my my short answer is that yes it definitely distracts you from doing the work because since i spend so much time doing business i'm not playing music for it yeah yeah so yeah so you mentioned Avagachi. Um, so tell me a little bit more about Avagachi and the Avagachi world and you know your involvement in it and why you like it. And I know that's a lot of questions. But yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's actually great questions because um, it's really when I first ran into it, it was early in my crypto days. Like when I first started, I was like, oh, what is it? Tamagotchis. I know what Tamagotchis are. Avagachi. And then I'm like, I was laughing about it at the time because I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I'm going to put my net worth into a JPEG (laughs) ghost and play like it. And at this point, that's pretty much all it was when I first ran into it. So it is a play to earn game where you buy um, you buy a portal and that portal, when you open it, has 10 Avagachis in it and you summon the one that you want based on the rarity or the traits that you desire because there's like eye color, eye shape, energy, aggression, spookiness, uh, brains. And, you know, it's like an RPG where all of these traits kind of make up what your character is. And the way you summon it is by putting in a certain amount of AM tokens, Ave-matic tokens. So it's on the Polygon network and... Um, you don't have to do it like this now because you can just use a swap function with AM tokens, but you used to have to put your, you'd have to say like my, my Avogachi is a USDT Avogachi. So I would have to put USDT, the uh, $25 of USDT into Ave, which would give me the AM USDT. Then I put that into the Avogachi to bring it to life. 
And so that okay. makes this um, this JPEG ghost have intrinsic value. There is at least $25 in the piggy bank. <laughs> yeah, so it's backed by something. Right. Um, has Avogadro always been on Polygon or did it used to be on Ethereum? It was on Ethereum. All the Haunt1 gotchis are on Ethereum and it was migrated to Polygon because of the petting. So just like a Tamagotchi, you have to pet it twice a day. And if you had to do that on Ethereum, you would be broke. <laughs> yeah. So you have to pay it, for the gas when you pet it. And right. So, so it's petting like basically kind of increases Matic. the value. No, uh, it does get your normal, uh, whatever the USDT on Ave interest rate would be. That's also going into your ghost. Okay. So your collateral is growing, but the petting is just a petting function. So you're spending 0 0.001 Matic every time you do that. My strategy for that is just to have a lot of Matic sitting in Ave so that it's always growing faster than the rate at which I'm petting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got it yeah yeah no do the math on it you know i always say that web3 and crypto is kind of like the the most incredible game you can possibly think of just all of it because it's pretty much every discipline wrapped into one yeah um, it turns you know it turns life into an rpg you know all of a sudden you you know and i was always good with budgets and and you know money just like as far as not overspending and being good about that so it works out that i had all those like saving skills and stuff and now i can kind of learn to apply that in a more complicated arena it's definitely more complicated when you're thinking about like apys and fluctuating token prices mm -hmm. and all these things it's not straight math anymore <laughs> yeah yeah well i mean everything's getting gamified you know for instance Okay, uh, I started playing Civilization a long time ago, and then I played Age of Empires, and uh, um, it, all that kind of gamifies, and I can see how a lot of kids could could learn about the world and geography and economics through those types of games, and has gone a step further, I think, in the crypto space, and then now you, you, you explain what you're explaining in Avogachi. Um, it can provide an education in a lot of disciplines to a lot of people mm -hmm. who may not have had access to that, so... Um, I want to hear a little bit more about your community involvement in Avagachi and what that's like and what that whole Avagachi world um, of people is like. And, uh, <laughs> aren't you getting ready to go to a community call in there? Yeah, I'm, um, that's kind of cool too how that happened. So Avagachi's community is really, really friendly. Um, the way, I mean, I got in on my own just not thinking like anything about, like I was, when Haunt 2 came out on Polygon, there was going to be uh, an auction. And it this is really cool, too. It's a GBM auction. So it's like um, every, every time you, yeah, every time you, I think GBM might be the people who put it out. I gotta, I'd gotta i have to do okay. research on that. But um, basically, it's a bid to earn mm -hmm. model where every time you bid on something, if you get outbid, you get back your original bid plus a percentage on top. So you're actually huh. earning money every time you lose. So it gamifies even the auction phase of it because now you almost want to get outbid so that you, you know what I mean? You can, you could, if you did it, gamified it well enough, you could probably make back your initial investment and still win something. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. But um, is this so, only in the crypto space or do people do auctions like that outside of the space? 
I think this is a brand new crypto unlock. And I think that they have really only done it with a few projects, Avagachi being one of them. Okay. Yeah. So um, Haunt 2 was starting and it was like, I was going to get in because I'm like, all right, well, even if I can't get an Avagachi, I'm going to like do this GBM. This is going to be cool when I'll get in, you know, some other way. Um, so I just got in and I was like, all right, well, I was at that time just doing random crypto videos, like whatever I was doing. I was like, all right, I'm going to do a tutorial on this. And uh -huh. so I was like, I'm going to do some Avagachi auction updates. So I started recording all those videos and then like trying to learn more. I started watching other people's YouTube videos. And that brought me into my first Avagachi guild, which was the friend zone. And everybody there, like, because uh, that was 3D Slaps, his YouTube channel had a, a link to their Discord. So they were super friendly. And I just started, like, meeting, like, once you, I put an Avogachi as my profile picture on Twitter. And then, like, everybody started following me and talking to <laughs> me. And so just as time progressed, I started, like, making more Avogachi videos and just doing my thing. And then... A few weeks ago, I started going, I, I've always been going to the community calls, but I started like doing uh, the OBS live stream, similar to how we do the bankless community call. And mm -hmm. I was just experimenting with OBS. And I was like, if I'm going to be sitting here doing this call, I might as well like play around and see what I can do. So I started live streaming it. And then like my first week, I was just playing around. The second week, the guy who normally does it, no futuristic, was he like had been out partying the night before and didn't make it. So nobody was going to record it. And I was like, I was in the crowd and I'm like, hey, I'm recording. And they were like, okay, cool, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> and uh, then like later in the week, no futuristic was like, hey, I, I can't do this anymore. It's like too early for me because he was like getting up at 6 a.m on oh. the west coast to be there and it's like 8 a.m for me so it's a lot easier mm. so he was like hey you know i'm not gonna do this anymore and then coder dan from Pixelcraft was like i think zombie shepherd did it last week i jumped in and was like hey i'll do it i i got you <laughs> nice yeah so that's a really good way to get involved and to um a a DAO or some kind of you know Discord server or a project is to just kind of just step up and fill a need like that. And uh, yeah, you just started recording meetings. Exactly. <laughs> like people ask, how did I get involved? <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> just do something. And then, you know, like you say, like if you're standing around long enough, you pass you a broom, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I wanted to ask you, yeah, so all these communities like uh, um, XRP has the XRP army, Chainlink has a Link Marines, but and the Bitcoin obviously has their maxis, but Avagachi has its own community. And like you said, people started following you because of your, your profile pic being a Gachi. Um, but everybody's so friendly. No, there doesn't seem to be any tribalism in there. <laughs> Yeah, there's never any like anti-Axie talk or anything like that. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's the counterpart is the Axies versus the Avogachis, if there were to be one. But there's Yeah, I mean, if anything, Axie's the big dog and Avogachi's the upcomer, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think the market cap is considerably smaller. Um, yeah. Definitely but, a sleeping giant, I in my eyes. Like but that's because the game hasn't launched, you know, mm. there's got a, a bunch of people who have Avogachis and now we have our, our land parcels, but the, the world isn't open yet. So 
it's going to be crazy because once the world opens, that's when the hype train is going to happen. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. So right now, as of right now, it's just been a way to kind of uh, farm and to play around and to trade kind of like trading cards in a way. There's um, wearables. Yeah. Wearables. So, okay. Yeah. You can like dress your Avogachi. You can do things to change its traits. And then there's rarity farming, which is basically if you're, Avagachi is high up in in your trait status in certain areas, then you get paid out um, ghost every week for a, a set amount of time. I believe it's like six weeks or something. Yeah. And basically every week you'll get a new payment of ghost oh, um, yeah. for being cool. an, an extra rare gachi. And that comes out of the Dow treasury based on wearable sales. It's got a really good tokenomics. Um, I'm not super intelligent and all that stuff that's definitely a place that i need to grow but tokenomics it's is definitely, hard yeah yeah but it's got a good flow of like taking money from sales and putting it back into the team building the game as well as incentives for the community and the dow to you know for community initiatives for rarity farming for ambassador programs and any, any other task force they may need to implement there's like a wearables task force that tries to do a lot of crunching the numbers to see if like there's too many of different types of wearables or not enough. Huh. And, you know, so even though even the wearables have a tokenomics as far as, you know, trait status, for instance. So, yeah. Wow. It's a lot to balance. <laughs> yeah, that is a whole lot to balance. And it's it's a total game. Um, so Avogachi um, is going live with an actual game game like you can actually play a game and they, i know axie infinity has that in April. So, wow wow yeah that's that's you know i mean it might be public knowledge but that's alpha to a lot of people <laughs> right yeah if you don't know anything about it like yeah there's this game that's about to be launching in april and um yeah it's there's still ways to get in. You can still go to the bazaar and pick up gachis and close portals because a lot of people won these portals and never open them because that's kind of a big thing. You know, people will get together in large groups to open these portals and see the 10 avagachis that get summoned. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> in a Discord, like a live stream, and then everybody's looking at it being like, pick that one, pick that one. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like... <laughs> yeah community wallets and stuff and sometimes it'll they'll even raffle off portals like there's a lot of different things going on in the community so yeah as of right now it's just a way to build community and speculate on these nfts lots of flipping going on yeah. you know <laughs> that's I, you know it's a whole other subculture and that uh that people yeah to me it just kind of blows my mind learning about all this stuff i mean I, I, I had a, another crypto friend named CryptoFoo introduce me to Avogachis and just the whole idea of just petting your Avogachi. <laughs> I was just stuck on that for the longest time. I was like, what? Because I, I never you know, went through Tamagotchis, you know? So right, was, right. I was already like well deep in my 20s. But, <laughs> but are there any other projects? I was probably a little were? bit too old for mine, but I, I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah are there any other projects that you uh really have your eyes set on right now um i mean as far as DeFi, like i'm really deep into polygon i'm like a polygon advocate and i work for the polygon ecosystem dow as a contributor there so um 
and I do a lot of my videos on Polygon because of the low gas fees. I am on like Arbitrum. I want to get on the Optimism and some other stuff just to like be around. But I'm on Arbitrum, but I, I like do a lot on Polygon. And the fact yeah. that I'm doing Avogadro like really keeps me there because that's where I'm like having a lot of fun. And sure. Um, so that is kind of the gamified thing with crypto too, is like either you're trying to make money to take it back off to an exchange and cash it out for real world gains, uh -huh. or you're trying to find ways to use it in the ecosystem. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, in that way, there's not a lot of reason for me to take my money off of Polygon mm -hmm. um, because I'm like having fun over here. So I'm just moving yeah. my money around. So, yeah, I use Ave sushi and curve i'm actually not in sushi pools right now but I, i'm using ave and curve mostly um i use ave obviously I, I was actually originally doing a lot of borrowing um when the matic rewards were still going strong i was actually on ave right yeah there were large yeah. matic rewards so in order to even get into avagachi i had leveraged up on ave and borrowed all the money I needed to to win my Avogadro. So mm. I was kind of like just going in debt and then- um, You're degening. <laughs> oh yeah, I was being a total degen. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> use this, you know, crypto money to like, but you know, it was cool though. Cause I was making like huge, almost paying me. Um, it, I was definitely not losing money cause I was making yeah. so much in the Matic rewards that I was essentially, cause you can, so with Ave, it's really cool money Lego cause you can, you can borrow against your collateral. Um, so my trick is to like, I'll borrow a collateral that is at a low interest rate, but you can reinsert that collateral right back into Ave. So if you have like a thousand dollars, you can borrow 750 and then you can put that 750 right back into Ave, which gives you more collateral. And obviously oh, okay. you can't do that too many times because you know, you're decreasing the amount you can borrow every time. So it sure. becomes not worth, but you can also, so you can do that to like borrow against yourself, but you can also say, take, um, you can borrow on Ave and then maybe put that into curve where it has a higher interest rate on the same collateral. So now your interest rate on curve is actually higher than the borrow rate on Ave. Okay. And at least at most times, it's a, it's a fluctuating interest rate, so it could not work out for you during market mm -hmm. volatility when the when the borrow rate might jump to ten percent, you know. Mm -hmm. But if it stays at like two or three, and then like curve is like riding at three or four, then you're you're winning, and then you're still getting your matic rewards. But I'm deleveraged now. Like now that yeah. everything's like. You know. Yeah, everything's pretty <laughs> uncertain right now. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got to deleverage off of Ave as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, so Ave, you have you know a specific amount of cryptocurrency, and there's a bunch of different pools you can jump in. So you you can either choose Ethereum or stable coins or you know now Ghost Ave, is on Ave there. tokens. Yeah, the Ghost tokens, and the, you yeah, can put ghost. it in there, and then you can borrow against it. And so you said that you took it over to Curve. Now Curve only deals with stable coins, right? No, Curve actually has a lot of different types of pools depending on the chain you're on. But on Polygon, they definitely have the two that I'm in. One is a, a three stable coin pool, which DAI, USDC, USDT. And you can just insert, what's cool there is it's kind of almost like a swap feature because you can just take like 
all of your USDC and they'll split it in three for you. You don't have to have mm. three different tokens to do the three-way LP. Um, yeah, you just a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. So you just deposit the one and it's in there. And then the other pool is the it. So it's the three stable coins plus Bitcoin and Ether. So in that one, you're taking some impermanent loss with the fluctuations between Bitcoin, Ether, and fiat. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So Curve has Bitcoin, but it's wrapped Bitcoin, right? Yeah, wrapped Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, okay. on Polygon, it's all wrapped anyway. So wrapped Ether, wrapped Bitcoin. Yeah, true, true. So I'm. So what is the difference between <laughs> Curve and Ave, and Ave? I mean. Well, Curve for one doesn't do lending. <clears throat> okay. They do not do lending. So Ave's big thing is single-sided, you know, it's almost like a bank account. You're putting in one token for one interest rate and you can borrow against your collateral, but you can put in like at one point I had every token that they had basically. Mm. Um, I was like <laughs> just LPing everywhere. And uh, so I guess it's still technically liquidity providing, but you're not providing a swap liquidity. You're mm. providing just one-sided borrow liquidity. Okay. And then in Curve, you're providing, um, I guess there you are providing more of a swap liquidity. I don't really understand how Curve connects to the broader ecosystem. I just know how yeah. I like it. <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many offshoots. They've created Convex and they've created Redacted and then all uses these Curve pools. And I was just beyond my understanding, honestly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, but yeah. I've taken my CRV tokens now that so Ave recently implemented Matic. Uh, a lot, I'm sorry, they implemented uh, Ghost Curve, I think maybe Sushi and a few other things that they just implemented on Ave on Polygon mm. uh, and on Mainnet too. But uh, so now I'm taking all my CRV tokens and putting those in Ave. Wow. Um, getting interest rate on that and providing you know letting people borrow that if they want to <laughs> yeah so i mean it's a skill kind of knowing you know what to borrow at what percentages and what to put in that another place to earn that yield and then to put it back into where you originally had it and just kind of you know continually to, to cycle it exactly yeah because yeah. even with avagachi so i'm also doing like um I'm staking with Avagachi. So I'm staking Ghost with Avagachi, which gets you back friends. And friends can be used for um, raffle tickets. You can mm. buy raffle tickets with friends. Friends aren't, um, they're not a currency, so you can't spend them any other way other than raffle tickets. But you can buy the raffle tickets and put those on the bazaar. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. And then there's like Ghost Matic, Ghost USDC, ghost eth pools i'm in all those wow. and then some of those you can take those lp tokens um i think it was ghost eth for instance you can take your ghost eth token lp token without removing it from avagachi and put it into dino swap and get back yeah. dino tokens and so that's as far as like dgen as i get where i'm like now i'm doing dino swap i'm like yeah okay, dino swap's pretty fine. getting pretty deep you know <laughs> It's going to not quite the deep end, but it's out of the shallow end. <laughs> well, it's definitely funny. Like somebody at work the other day asked me, they were like, oh, can I borrow $300? I was like, dude, all my money is tied up in dino tokens right now. You don't want to talk to me about money, man. Yeah. <laughs> I am not financial advice. <laughs> yes, yes. I've had that conversation a few times. Yeah. <laughs> so can you real quickly, before we wrapped up, explain to me a little bit about um, how the relation between 
Ave and Ave Gachi. And so is Ave Gachi a part of Ave? Ave is definitely tied into Ave Gachi as far as, um, I don't know if Stanley's tied in, but Mark Zeller is tied in. He's in the server. So there's definitely a large uh, tie-in because, as I said before, like you have to use Ave tokens to summon your ghost. And now um, you can do that straight from the swap function on the Avagachi homepage. There's a swapper where you can do AM tokens straight okay. from there. Um, you could swap ghost to AM tokens. So you don't really have to do that money Lego step of it anymore, but it is being done on the back end. So, huh. yeah, because if you're buying AM tokens, you're buying them from someone who is providing liquidity on Ave. Okay. So that's a perfect example of the definition of composability and that what has come in with DeFi 2.0 is the whole idea of using one completely unaffiliated protocol mm -hmm. or project and then plugging it into yours. Because um, that's the, one of the amazing things about DeFi and Web3 that I, that I love is this whole idea of just permissionlessness. Like you... It's okay for you to go over to Ave and to plug in some functions of Ave into a program that you want to create or a protocol that you want to create. And so they've spawned Avagachi from it, even though they're not the same company, right? Right. I mean, okay, first of all, Ave is a lending platform. And then Avagachi is a gaming platform and they've borrowed well, also, pieces. Yeah. Ave, the word is what the uh, it's ghost and finish. Yeah, there you go. Ghost and finish. So they, they went on that ghost thing with because the Avagachis look are ghosts. They look like little ghosts. And uh actually what's funny too is like Ave Avagachis are supposed to be the souls of the people who've been liquidated in DeFi. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. Yeah. So. Um, That's really but yeah, cool, actually man. going back to the, uh, the AM token though. So you put your initial deposit of like, you know, minus 25 USDT, but you can put more in and anything above the 25, you can take out at any point. So you, it really is a piggy bank in that sense. And you, you can put your money in your Avagachi instead of putting it straight into Ave. And then you're getting mm. back that same return. Wow. Yeah. There's so many different ways to approach it. Um, you have your specific strategy. I heard CryptoFoo's strategy on it, and he approaches it a different way. Um, you, I, I need to get you, you two guys together to talk about some avocado That'd stuff. That'd be great. I mean, it's yeah, a part get of you on this show and then have y'all both just yeah, have y'all both just riff on it, and I'll just sit here and watch. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, with respect to your time, I know you got a community call to prepare for, um, but. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you coming on the show. Um, oh, man. Great is, to be here. I'll come back anytime. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, once again, how can people reach you? And uh, what are some things that you want to show real quick? Well, I am Zombie Shepherd on every social platform you can think of. Um, so, yeah. If you look it up, you can find me there. Actually, I guess I kind of want to show my TikTok a bit because I have no followers there. And I think oh. I'm going to make that my main Avagachi account. I'm trying to be a full-time Avagachi ambassador. So I've got to like get my community growing. So <laughs> um, TikTok, I don't, I'm not even on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's, I kind of like, um, I mean, I, 
I like playing with different things. You know, we, me mm-hmm. and my partner for Zim and Timo, we did the we did an Instagram choose your adventure animation. And that was basically just me saying, like, well, how can we do an animation that utilizes the features of Instagram? And mm-hmm. it was like tying the the stories into um, like we would post an episode and then we would post an Instagram story that had a question that would affect the episode, the next episode. So that's how we did the choose your adventure. So I like playing with social media and like, well, what can this do? What can, you know, like, yeah. So that's where I am with TikTok right now, trying to figure out how I can use these interesting edits and inform people more about Avogadro and DeFi. I'm doing all crypto stuff on my TikTok and uh, I think so. I don't think I've done any music there. I'm trying to get my channels kind of separated mm-hmm. and do things in a more, a way that makes sense. So, sure. you know, but yeah, or it doesn't have to make sense <laughs> stuff on YouTube and TikTok and my uh, animation stuff you can find on Instagram or zimtimo.com. And my music is on SoundCloud. That is my name, Anthony Shep, F Anthony Shepard on SoundCloud. So I'm F like Anthony fully Shepard. doxxed. I am totally doxxed. <laughs> now, everybody from Bankless that watches this is going to be like, F, what is the F? Like that's the first <laughs> yeah. time I've dropped the F on anybody. <laughs> oh damn, drop the F bomb. Yeah, it begs the question what you know what you're doing with all these different platforms is art is, is art creating the technology or is technology creating the art? You know, that's <laughs> the whole chicken and egg right Oh man, that's a whole philosophical question I get into with one of my friends who's a classical painter. He's still so stuck on classical painting, and I'm like, man, you are stuck in 200 years ago. There's a reason <laughs> yeah. we don't use film anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah 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 you're right and then completely new art comes out of te- you know technology i mean i think avogachi is art you know the whole idea of it so yeah music nfts is where my mind is going i'm not a dev but i am definitely like so i'm i'm so into all these different communities that i'm hoping to meet my friend the dev who we click you know like mm. this and I can drop all my music alpha on them and we can help build some awesome music projects. Cause that's my dream. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not definitely. just like, I love playing music, but it would be really great to like change. You know, I love like Brian Eno, for instance, like he has an app, you know, that is like constantly evolving generative music. Brian Eno. Yeah. I don't know that. Oh, Brian Eno. He's, he's an old time musician. Like he was in, um, Oh, from the eighties. Yeah. Brian Ferry. He was in the band with Brian. Yeah, Ferry. So yeah. Of course. I was just, you know, I was in <laughs> crypto. He's done David Bowie work and stuff. Yes, no, yeah. no, I don't think he knows in crypto, but he did a generative app. So I'm like, man, there's, there's so many like cool ways you can unlock technology. So like with music, so crypto unlocking into music is the next step, you know? Wow. Um, and I have a notebook full of ideas. I've just drafted them. Like, oh, this would be so cool if you could do this. And I'm like, but I'm not a dev. So, <laughs> yeah, man, we need to get our heads together. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, yeah. The same process. <laughs> yeah, slowly things are coming to fruition, but it's not fast enough. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit it up. And uh, thanks for coming on the show. And we'll do this again for sure. So, Definitely. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You have a good day. All right. Um, sayonara. <laughs>
I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically, if you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.